This is Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema, and this is a bonus show. We don't know how long this is going to go, but here it is. It's a show. We're going to be talking about, I think you were complaining about the fat deaf from Eternals. <laughs> oh, I thought the kid with the weird face was doing it. Yeah, him too, but that's not who you pulled up. Who you pulled no. up was a fat slob who had a giant uh, stomach in that one photo. By the way, the star of Eternals, I thought that dude was Sebastian Stan. Uh, isn't that the Lord of the Rings yep. guy, the main guy? Nope. No, it is not. That's Elijah Wood. Right. That's Martin Freeman. <laughs> yeah, Karun. That's the the main character. I was so this is, yeah, this is sure the star he's... of the Eternals. It was a very bold choice. Yeah. I know. They got the... Uh, Borat's agent to be uh, a hero here, I guess. Yeah. Do you remember Borat's agent? Yeah. I do. <laughs> They're after a different kind of Asian dollar, it seems, with this one. Uh, hey, what kind of gum are we chewing tonight? What do, you, what do we got? A good Wrigley's uh, spearmint? No, it's the the one that comes in the wheel. You know, the pink one. A Wonder Ball? Wheel. No. No, it comes in like a little thing that is just rolled into a bo- into like a flat ball, and then you pull it out. No, we're we're not oh, that far oh. away from each other. Uh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's the uh, what is it called? That was popular in the '90s, right? Yeah, yeah, bubble something. I guess bubble tape. Is that every gum is called fucking bubble something. Bubble tape. I'm very That's fucking right. greasy. You can tell that we're not. Re- well, I'm not fucking ready to record. I'm extra greasy because I took a nap before <laughs> recording this. I'm I like, took a oh. nap too. Look, anybody watching this thinks it's the same day as the last two recordings. I'm now wearing the same shirt three episodes in a row. Oh, I look yeah. the exact same. My hair is just a little messier on this one. Yeah, that's um, great. I don't have my lights yeah. on or anything. It's what just- lights? There's never a light. <laughs> there might be one light distant. From the from the neighboring house that's showing through your window, and that's about it. Yeah, we're just hey, recording something because uh, just because Jerry and Jake are tardy, tardy fucks. How dare they waste our time for forty minutes that could have been used on a great episode? Holy shit, about it has been forty minutes. Jim Cummings, the filmography of Jim Cummings. We're gonna be doing that for the next episode, yeah. and uh, we're gonna be talking about talking to Be Nice to Me Productions. Yeah. I haven't seen any of those movies, but only the Thunder Road one when it came out, whenever that was. Mm. So should be. It good. might be worth checking out the short film of that too, because they actually used Thunder Road in that one by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, I'm not familiar. No. You're not familiar with the work of the Boss. No. I don't care. I listened to a couple of songs and I was like, "Oh, cool!" I. Mm. Well, you can think of Bruce Bruce Springsteen. You know, he's kind of like a guy like me. You know, he's cool. He's a right. rugged New Jersey, New York, 70. Pennsylvania, yeah. tri-state area man. Rugged, yeah, millionaire collar. Yeah, blue collar wears jeans and a tank top <laughs> under his flannel shirt. Yeah, that's him. Yep, regular so, guy. Uh, Stephen King loves the work of the boss. He loves to throw in this character's listening to Bruce Springsteen. He's listening to Tigerland tonight. Another uh, old hack. 
the Larry Underwood character in the stand, the country music. Oh, he's not even a country music singer. Uh, no, he, they they made him that for the new Amazon or oh, no, sorry, CBS, the CBS version of Stand they just put out. I think earlier this year. He's a mm. black, like what's his name? Hootie and the Blowfish t- took a country turn. Okay, was that's that good. That series was it good? Fuck no! Are you kidding me? <laughs> I didn't watch a single second of it. As soon as I saw it, it was a CBS original. Yeah, what's the point? Yeah. It's like like watching the whole Under the Dome series. Mm. Yeah. Well, here's the big selling point of The Stand is that they did it on Paramount Plus, so they were like, with this, we're going to say fuck every episode. And oh, wow. somebody, I, I, I used to listen to a Stephen King podcast called The Losers Club, uh, which took like a very libtardy turn, and they also ran out of things to talk about because once you, once you discuss all like the movies and TV shows and books, like there's a finite amount of material there to draw from um they played some clips and it was so unbelievably awful that it made the 1995 version sound like true cinema well under the dome was cbs too right yes but that aired on cbs this is part of what was cbs all access earlier not even paramount plus if you pull up a poster right now of Alexander Skarsgård, who plays Randall Flagg in the movie and the series, you'll need you'll get everything you need from that. Okay, hold on. Jesus. That's your first of all. That that hair. That's very. Yeah. That's a whole lot of hair gel. Jimmy Neutron. Neutron. Wait, that if you look, look like up, that one. why do they look I, different? I, I don't know. Uh, the, the character posters and like the good versus evil posters will will illuminate the kind of quality you're in for with this version of the stand. No, no. Well. <laughs> these aren't what i'm imagining i've seen a lot of advertisements over on facebook that are much worse than anything you're pulling up right here that's what you used to sell it whoopee she's one of the big stars something year old the oldest black person in the united states whoopee <laughs> ted danson's ex that's what i call her yeah it was her the biggest point of her career um yeah, I, I don't know anything about the stand. I've never seen the original thing. I don't know why that's supposed to look like that. Well, another thing you need to know is that this version stars the most boring actor imaginable, James Marsden. That's your favorite from from, uh, from X Men, uh... the funeral movie with Chris Rock and the midget. Wait, season two is with. Damn. All right. What's the remake? Uh, well, it's not a remake, but they use the same the same title as a as a movie where I think it's Richard Gere or one of those. No, uh, uh, the one that he his wife gets raped or something, and then he has to defend his house. Straw Dogs. And they, yeah, he's the star of that too, right? Yes, he will take uh, yeah. anything that will put him <laughs> as the lead. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I think I saw maybe ten minutes of this 
serious and and it's exactly what you say it's just it feels like that like a, a cbs series even if they can curse once in a while like it just feels forced whenever they do and yeah it felt like it felt like an <clears throat> like an well not even an early walking dad episode because those have violence and blood and gore so like yeah like a like a continuation of under the dome even though this is kind of a cool image but yeah nothing you pulled up looks all that bad it doesn't reflect upon the quality that i have been exposed to so um i don't know maybe type in amber heard the stand you're gonna get a lot of the 1995 one if you do that if you type in uh the stand tv show yeah, no, it does. It's still, for whatever reason, the, the the most terrible imagery to come out of this in artwork is just not coming up. It's making it look like I'm being overdramatic here, but trust me, this is a piece of shit. And this this, this property had so much promise. I know that Josh Boone was supposed to oh. uh, direct it, and that's not even that bad. That's no. fine. Um, I think that might be fan art too. This though Prime. Amazon Prime. Uh, okay. Josh Boone, who did The Fault in Our Stars, and he did another property that was pretty okay, was supposed to direct The Stand as a movie. And right before he signed on, it was supposed to be Ben Affleck directing a, a, a film adaptation or a two-part film adaptation of The Stand. And I, think, I believe he might have been eyeing the star as the Stu Redman character. But so then, what's the story with the stand? Is it vampires too? Is it? <laughs> no, it's it's uh, is that Lawrence Fishburne? It's just uh, <laughs> a virus that wipes out the world. Oh, is it? Is it uh, patriarchy? <laughs> is it misogyny? <laughs> it's well, not exactly. Um, you have this uh, this virus that comes from a lab wipes out 90% of the population and then two factions form. That's the good side led by Whoopi Goldberg and the bad side led by Alexander Skarsgård. And the bad side goes to Las Vegas. They party, they gamble, they're having hookers and doing drugs. And Whoopi's side is we're in the country. Everything's slow. Everything's nice. Why are they fighting? Because they're good and evil. It's a. It's actually. A, it's a biblical story. It's a covert Christian morality tale. And then it becomes not so covert. If you did, you ever watch it? You didn't watch the TV miniseries from 1995. No, no I mean, mm. I'm, I'm trying to find this series on Facebook. See if I can find what you said. But oh, there it is. The. So they're doing a limited series after, or or is um, it should Cyclops be over. part of that part of that Skarsgård series? Yeah, no, no, they're all in there. Oh, okay. It was uh, I think it was a twelve episode run or ten episode run of one hour episodes, and they tried to uh, do the book in that that span of time, and it got poor reviews. It, it's not. It's probably not worth checking out. I might watch it at some point just out of curiosity. I've been kind of in the mood for like a 
early nineties. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, specifically like a bad TV movie from the nineties. Um, so I, I don't know if it, if it's, uh, it's not gonna be my cup of tea. But if it, if I'm in the mood for it, I might give the first episode a watch. All right, we're gonna check out the trailer here. This is probably gonna be a Patreon exclusive anyway. Fuck it. Yeah. Fake cars, fake city. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember an Arab man in the original. Whoa. I'm scared. Oh, no. Heather Locklear, age 50, <laughs> getting pounded Heather out. Heather Locklear. Dark meat. Getting fuck broken. <laughs> Look at that thumbs up to thumbs down ratio. Yeah. Is that Reza Ahmed? It's too big for this, right? I think so. I'm in the way of knowing things. I know you feel ill. Calls himself the Dark Man. But mostly I just see his wolf. What? Oh, spooky. Told us that there are two sides. This looks stupid. <laughs> and then there's a deep well of darkness. I don't want to be racist. I think this uh, Arab guy we keep seeing, or Indian guy, is going to play Leon Kennedy in Resident Evil. Oh. Oh, they got Nat Wolf also. That's unfortunate. In the world that was. What is... Well, I guess it's a CBS production. It's like, what is everything? Everything looks so cheap. Like, everything looks like a set. There you go. There's the... Shit. Uh the bad side, of course, as a man in a cut-off sleeveless shirt who's 5'4 and wears a fedora. Like he's on I Love Money season four. <laughs> the Oracle. Oh, wow. Was the people crucified or the... Yeah. That's kind of cool. Well, they didn't do that in the original ABC miniseries. They were too spooked by the thought of doing that. It's a fucking Walking Dead. Is that Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> no. Yeah, this just looks like a, a one of those whatever cable shows, right? Where you can watch if you want, but it's not going to provide anything other than an hour of wasted time i guess it's kind of funny that cbs has finally caught up to the level of like showtime quality from 2006 that we were talking about when we did that dexter show yeah that's what that looks like it looks like an old showtime series from that time yeah the, the ones that yeah. no one watched uh what was the follow-up to um or or something that uh, vince gilligan did that didn't really uh, Are you talking about the one that that had the son from the Cosby Show? Uh, mm, I don't know, or maybe the AMC was just selling it as like their new big show, and then it didn't really do anything. Yeah, it might have been that. Because I remember that when Breaking Bad was huge, uh, they had a couple of other shows. I think Walking Dead, and then another one that I also liked. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to pay attention to this AMC channel. Uh, to see what they come up with. And one of the big shows, I'll find it. Uh, they started selling us, like, you know, the 
the new are Breaking you, on, Bad. Are you talking about the show that followed Breaking Bad season five or so, uh, Low Winter Sun? Mm, that doesn't sound very familiar. Right around the time Breaking Bad was in its final season, no, they would uh, always I, I, go. I, yep, halt, halt, and catch fire. Ah, well, that was one of them. The first yeah. one I think was Low Winter Sun. Yeah, I just and that was that a remake too. of a of an English series, and they would be constantly, constantly trying to tie the two together because one would follow the other, and uh, nobody was tuning in for it. Nobody was interested at all. That was supposed to be the new Breaking Bad. Low well, does anyone Sun. really want to see Mark Strong on their TV? And that's supposed to make people excited after Breaking Bad. He's, like, yeah, hey, let's... he's he's not bad, but he's not a guy to sell no. anything. He's a good. Yeah, he's, he's fine. He's like That's a villain, yeah, you, bad guy. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, but when you get an apartment, you know, you need to have some good air conditioning, a good heater system. You know, that's what he is. You're not buying the apartment for the good air conditioning or heater system. It just needs to be there. That's the that's the quality level of Mark Strong. Uh, I can't imagine. I mean, what's the biggest role he's been in? Green Lantern, Oof. Sinestro. Phantom. That was the, the Phantom. Was he in the the Billy Zane Phantom? <laughs> no, that's Billy Zane. Sorry, <laughs> that movie rules. By the way, we should do an episode of the Phantom. The I've Phantom never seen it. Great. I remember Fucking always great. seeing it at the video store, and it was one of those movies like The Shadow, where after Tim yeah. Burton's Batman, they were just trying to tread out all these old comic book or uh, radio mm-hmm. heroes and see what could stick, and none of them stuck. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Mark Strong was the villain in Shazam, I think. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He was in Kingsman. He was in uh, Kingsman again. <laughs> uh, Low Winter Sun, Zero Dark Thirty, John Carter. He was Sinestro in Green Lantern, the bacon one. Yeah, um, and he was actually, I'll tell you what, he looked pretty comic accurate as Sinestro. Yeah. Probably the most comic accurate they've ever made one of those bad guys for a DC movie look. He was in Rock and Roller. Yeah, guy, he's, uh, I feel like he started with Guy Ritchie. Uh, Sunshine? That's the, the Danny Boyle, Danny Boyle film? one? Oh, no. This is... Uh, it says the fate of a Hungarian Jewish family throughout the 20th century, <laughs> starting uh, Ralph Fine, Fiend, that was his name. Rafe Fine. And and the uh, old lady that plays uh, Aunt, um, Spider-Man's aunt on the... On the You're talking about movies. Aunt Jackie from Roseanne? Sure. No, she's white. I don't know. Wait, Roseanne is a white show. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know. That old lady. <laughs> He was in a lot of like TV, like Sally Field in the nineties. But uh, yeah, Mark Strong is not the person to sell your show. He's a good uh, cast member, not you know. Hey, let's watch let's watch this new show after finishing Breaking Bad, starring Mark no. Strong. I think they felt confident because they were able to get a great series out of Brian Cranston, who mm. was nobody. He was far less than uh, Mark Strong. And obviously, uh, Aaron Paul was 
best known for what Pop Tart commercials, Gogurt commercials in the nineties. He right. was nobody. He did Last House on the Left, the remake, I think, or The Hills Have one of those uh, Alexander Aha remakes. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, you should watch wow. that stand from nineteen ninety five. That's actually that's not good, but it's a watchable miniseries, four parts, about two hours a piece. Molly Ringwald. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Parker Lewis Sorry. can't lose. Wow, that guy. And uh, Gary Sinise is the star, and he's pretty good. Uh, Corinne Nemec. Yeah, Corinne Nemec. Name? Oh, <laughs> where the fuck is he from? That's a terrible name. That's me saying that. Oh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is also in it. They got Ed Harris and Kathy Bates. The first two episodes of The Stand are, I I would say, especially for early 90s made for TV, pretty solid and well acted. So obviously you have Molly Ringwald and you have Kathy Bates and these are not the same. But there's a good, pretty diverse, not like racially diverse, but just like a diverse group of characters here played by well-known actors and they seem to give a shit. So it's a, it's a cool little relic of mid-90s television entertainment. And then the last two episodes is where it gets a little funny. And especially that last episode. Because you have suddenly Stephen King makes himself a character. And he's mm-hmm. delivering lines of dialogue. And he's putting on a certain accent. Where Oh, you also have Bill Fagerbakke. Who was just referenced on the Ken Park show. Bill Fagerbakke is a great character. Tom Cullen, I'm sorry, what's his name? That spells Fagerbachy. Uh Tom, uh, uh, Bill Fagerbachy, voice of Patrick mm-hmm. Starr. Rob Lowe, okay. who slept with a child on video and went and did SNL the next week and joked about it. I did. Said it was a mistake. <laughs> Had a threesome with some underage minors or something. Said, oh man, I was lied to. I don't know what happened. But we recorded it, put it out. Somebody did. Got Ke- <laughs> he was the original Keanu Reeves in Knock Knock. I'm uh, going through the list of um, AMC productions after Breaking Bad and shit. Jesus, <laughs> it's bad. All right, so you said it ended in 20 what 14, right? Breaking Bad, yeah. Uh, that might be that might be right. Okay. So we got into the Badlands, which actually looked interesting. It was just people fighting, right? Never saw it. No idea what it is about. I remember this seeing a couple like of Shang Chi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then feed the beast with David Schwimmer and that guy from uh, Strawberry. No, what's the fucking Beatles movie? Uh, you know that Beatles movie? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no. God, the um, it was a pretty, pretty big film at the time. I have no recollection of this series at all. Yeah, David I don't even Beast. know. David Schwimmer. Jim Sturgis is his name. It yeah, yeah, yeah. 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. That must be a real... Oh, Clyde Phillips. He did Dexter. Is the executive producer. Yes. Um, Best friends Tommy for... and Dion taking one last shot to fulfill their dream of opening an upscale restaurant in the Bronx. Cool. So that doesn't sound fun. like a terrible premise, but um, it's got a 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mind you, 
This is 2016. Rotten Tomatoes critics in general are pretty generous when it comes to TV shows. But around the same time, they were extremely generous with TV shows. A program like CW's Arrow had about a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, and this has a 23. Yeah, so. Who's this guy? What's his name? He looks very familiar. I don't know. He kind of... Uh, he's uh, he's just one of those faces that pops up in things like this, and this character, just way. grumpy old guy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to check it because John Doman, who was in um, bunch Every of shit, <laughs> Mystic River, <laughs> Die, Die Hard, Mystic River, Gotham. Mm. That's what I remember him from. <laughs> Gotham. That, I think that I great. Think, I think myself image. as well. There's this one called The Sun with Pierce Brosnan. Never even heard of it. Well, whatever uh, Pierce Brosnan tries to do is going to be a flop. I think the one exception was uh, Mamma Mia 2. Right, and Bond. Well, that was kind of funny. <laughs> well, no, right? Hold on a second. The Bond thing is the same thing as the Superman thing. Once you play Bond, everything you do afterward is probably going to be a flop. You might. Well, this one went for three seasons at least. So that's a flop. You could say that's flop. Two seasons, sorry. Fifty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Is this AMC originally, or is this AMC, did they buy yeah. something? Okay, all right. So, so, two yeah. seasons, not three. Then you got Dialand. Uh, oh fuck! Which looks... I remember. <laughs> I remember I the ads for this, this horrible is. piece of shit. And this was a- I don't as. Know what this is. It was exactly what you would expect it to be. Just look at that image. Think about what comes to mind, what you would think. Look at the cupcake. Her, her about to throw the cupcake. You know, she's an imposing figure. She's oh, tough. She goes against diets, right? right? She's like she's a rebel rouser. A... Jesus, look at it's... that big boy there. Whoa! So it's just a series about fat people fighting against this mean, skinny person. The system fighting the system. Yeah, who's got like weird flat. <laughs> Pancake titties. That's not a flattering sweater at all. Damn, what is she, 62 years old? Around that. Oh, wait, no, she's one of the stars of ER. That's unfortunate. I was not expecting that. Juliana Margulies. Damn, that sucks. She is like 60 or something, isn't she? Yeah, I think so. She's pretty old. All right, never mind. Just being mean to an older woman. <laughs> you, well, you led with it. You zoomed in. Misled She's me. She's 55. Okay. And then you got Lodge 43, which I've actually heard good things about, but I don't care. This had a vibe to it that felt very under the Silver Lake. Right. And it's... Uh, Wyatt Russell. Yeah. So, you know, there's something there. It's not, obviously not a Breaking Bad success. And then you got this thing. That's based, based on, on uh, Stephen King's on son's the, book, Nosferatu. Yeah. Um, I, I saw the first episode of it, and that was more than enough. I don't think I even finished it. Uh, it felt like what the stand trailer feels like. You know, where it's like, oh, this is going to be... It's like, like safe horror, like safe TV show horror type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just, yeah, not on it. That's my Facebook <laughs> that was me actually i was trying to find out how because now we're we're on the we're going into 90 minute waiting territory this is very rude oh, jesus this is this is late. bad sign for the next week um 
Yeah, and then at a certain point, I think AMC just uh, gave up and decided, you know what? Instead of treading out all these new prestige programs, we're just going to have some Walking Dead knockoffs. We're going to have Fear of the Walking Dead, Walking Dead World, the Walk, the Walking Dead uh, <laughs> movies. We're going to have Walk Like a Dead and yeah, the, the Walking Dead the original dead. flagship program. We're going to have The Dead. Yep. And uh, there will be a prequel called just Walking Dead. Right. Yeah. And we're going to get Trace Hardwood to do the after show. And the, yes, we forgot about the Walking Dead after show hosted by a black woman for one season before they brought him back. Oh, really? I didn't mm-hmm. know about that. Uh, so that's yeah. the network. <sighs> How fucking depressing. I guess you got your big big successes because I think they even... I don't think they started creating Walking Dead, or did they? Is that where they originally... Uh, yeah, it was fucking Jesus. It's still like an exclusive uh, AMC production, or they sell to someone else. Do you know? Mm. Uh, no, it's still AMC. It's AMC. But yeah, you're right. They're... You got... Uh, Fear the Walking Dead. You got The Walking Dead World Beyond is the latest one. Because uh, they just can't stop trying to milk that tit. <laughs> I guess, you know. They will do an animated Walking Dead soon. Mm-hmm. They'll do Walking Dead Junior. They'll they'll figure out... Because they have nothing else now. Once Walking Dead ends, and it's going to end this season, because I don't think they can afford the actors' salaries anymore. And it's just... What's his name from Boondocks? Norman Reedus and right. uh, I think the woman who plays Carol. They've run out of room. <laughs> there's no, there's no more ground left to to tread with The Walking Dead. And then the other two shows will probably fall off once that goes. And then yeah. they're they're shit out of luck. They're going to have to take a hard turn into something else and probably rebrand the entire network. Just uh, another. Well, no, because the Breaking Bad prequel, they did it on Netflix, right? So they can't even do much with that property anymore. The, uh, they, they're supposed to do three Walking Dead movies. I, here's what I think is going to happen. This is just a little prediction, a fun little prediction that has no validity uh, based off anything. I think there will come a point where AMC just becomes Shudder. I think Shudder is going to probably overwhelm AMC. That's a sad set of affairs. Because it's not like Shutter puts a no, quality sh- sh- at all. Right. <laughs> Shutter's not like a knockout app or anything. Um, it's just, uh, but they have at least like some kind of hype around it. They're uh, buying up movies to put out. They got, I mean, there's, there's plenty going for it right now. You can see there, it's kind of at the beginning of something. Um, what's the What's the best Shutter production though? Joe Bob probably, but you you can already see they're trying to coalesce because AMC bought Shutter a while back, and now you're starting to see that they're trying to integrate Shutter into that and make it a more accessible thing, where they are putting out original movies, but they're also starting to drip, and this is kind of sad. I don't like this personally. They made Joe Bob review some Walking Dead episodes for the last drive, oh. 
that oh, no. feels so commercial. But he, especially now that it's like the the later seasons, I'm sure are not great. Was he nice? Was he? Like I didn't watch it. I haven't watched. Okay. I haven't watched Joe Bob in a little bit. To be honest with you, I'm kind of my energy to watch the last drive-in uh, faded after they tried to cancel him because he was writing for Taki Mag, and he started clamming up. He started being very careful about the things he said. Because before, he was just kind of a crotch. If you listen to Brady Snellis podcast ever, Brady Snellis has a pretty uh, you know, singular MO talking about how terrible everything is. Movies are bad. This is why they're bad. Da-da-da-da-da. Joe Bob had a kind of similar thing. And I understand if that's boring or that's not your cup of tea or there's maybe a lot of that. Maybe you get that from Sticks, Hex, and Hammer. I don't know. But Joe Bob would tell you what, what, what the problem was pretty straight. And now he don't do that. Now he's got a couple of what feel like mandated talking points because he doesn't want to get his show canceled. And I think they did threaten to cancel it because if you check out the end of season two, he delivers a long, heartfelt monologue. He looks like he's going to tear up. And he's talking about how it was a great pleasure to come back and everything. And then eventually season three got greenlit. And that was around the time that they were like, he's a racist, he's a homophobe. And people were paying attention to that. They were... uh, not notable, not, you know, uh, hallmarks of any sort of uh, quality filmmaking, but there were directors and writers who work in the industry and work for Fangoria even who were coming out against him and saying, this is fucked up. He's a homophobe. Uh, You know, I've met Joe Bob. I'm surprised about this. We have to take him down. And this is all, of course, on Twitter and Facebook. They overran the Facebook group with all sorts of uh, misinformation campaigns trying to smear his character. Season three, I feel like a lighter version of that winds up happening, even though he's cleaned up his act. He does the same thing at the end. I think he gave a, another heartfelt uh, speech or whatever. They're on like season four. They're doing specials now. It's hard to keep track of it, but there's been a couple of close calls, and it has just resulted in um, a softening. I yeah, guess. Just yeah. That sucks. Well, I was looking for the best or ranking of the best shutter productions and a couple of lists that I found host is one of the top oh, ones. Right, of course. So that well, tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> you know what it probably is? It's probably scary as sixty first. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's uh that's great. That won, uh, <laughs> won, won the Berlin Ale Award for best debut or something. I don't know. For, for hey, Jerry. Podcaster. Should we have Jerry on the show or should we close out the show? Let's close it up because I'm going to say a lot of racist things. Racial epithets. Uh, yeah. For, for making us late. For uh, late. Let's, uh, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going for a little bit. See how it goes. We'll see if Jerry's prepared, if he's always ready. <laughs> expect the unexpected Jerry Jensen <laughs> what are we waiting for Jerry what's happening here Jerry Jerry's got bad internet today maybe he's connecting from the local Tim Hortons Jerry's been in Canada the past month uh, on business he's been doing all sorts of, uh, I think he does some backdoor deals. Have you heard yeah. about these, Hans? Whoa. 
looking very shady this evening. Jerry Jensen, this is your life. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, we're recording a bonus episode of movies because you and Jake took fucking forever. God. Jake's still taking oh, no, forever. No, I got this you. This is outrageous. No, I got you. I couldn't hear you for a second. Yeah. Uh, That's all right. Yeah, my bad. Uh, well, you're the special guest on this bonus episode of movies for patreon.com slash lowres. Uh, what are we up to tonight? Not a damn thing. What's the movie? The movie, I think it was Low Winter Sun. What was it? Fear of the Walking Dead. We were talking about bad AMC shows. Do you watch any of that shit? I watched uh, The Walking Dead for like a while. and uh, For way too long. I just, yeah, well, you sure yeah. I, I think I was assuming that they would end it. And so I was just like, I'll just stay for the end of The Walking Dead, right? I know it's bad. It's been bad for like three years at that point. I'll just stay for the end. And they were like, no, 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 no. We're not going to end it. We're going to keep making it worse. So I, yep. I fell out way before all the other bullshit. Like, I saw the first season of Fear The Walking Dead, and I was like, this is fucking lame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was around, around the, five uh... or six, I think. Yeah, I think it was the second season that they said when they did that mid-season break and it turned out like the mid-season break was they hyped it up to be this big climactic thing. And it was just, oh, the little girl was dead in the farmhouse. Yeah. Oh, fucking kill me. Oh, yeah. Uh, They they did an interview and they literally outright said, they said, we don't have an ending in mind. We're just going to keep it going and see what happens. Right. And they tried to like make it sound like it was a cool creative decision to just like it could it could go you know life just happens life just continues and that's what we're gonna do with these characters when it's like nah that you know they're breaking bad's ending soon Mad Men is ending soon this is third in line this is about to be your flagship program you need the money and now it's ending this season and they don't even have what's his name andrew andrew, andrew bareback something yeah. like that yeah. i don't know rick the sheriff yeah what well, like yeah, he's, uh he's- He's been gone for like three years, I think, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, they, he, they couldn't even commit to killing him. They had him fly out in a helicopter because he was injured. Well, yeah, no, that was that was uh, some of the worst television, um, like in general. I, I like I like to grade it on its against itself, but <clears throat> really the the whole um, Rick sitting underneath the tree, just like reading Bible verses or something like that, was so fucking dumb. Mm. The the character. Every single character on this show is uninteresting by the point that they got to the end of Rick or whatever. It's like whenever I quit watching it. But to think about how I, I genuinely believe those first maybe three episodes, fucking great quality horror television right there. The the whole horse scene, um, the the time inside the tank, all that shit's all fucking claustrophobic and terrifying and fun. Um, and then just the 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 direction it goes after the first few seasons, it's got to have one of the worst turns in television history. To go from like genuinely good, I could see parts of this being from fucking films or any of that, to like horrible, horrible kitsch TV that you can just skip any day. It's insane. Yeah, filler. Filler episodes that do nothing for like Definitely. the middle of the season and then you get a, a maybe fun or cool episode at the beginning and one at the end to just like hold you over and think that next season is going to be good. Hey guys, right. the last episode was good. And then you watch the first episode of the season. You're like, Oh my God, it's back. And then you watch episode two and you're like, Oh, all right. Well maybe the third one will be better than no. Well, I hate whenever the corporations <laughs> start like participating in the memes, the fans make. 
right? So the fans got all hyped up on fucking Carol's a badass. Carol and, and Daryl have this fucking mother and son relationship and Carol's fucking cool or whatever. Like she was, you know, she was cool for a little bit after her uh, her batted woman arc or whatever. But then the studio was like, ah, people think Carol's cool. Let's do Carol is cool as a theme. And there's just whole episodes <laughs> where Carol gets like a thousand guns and kills everybody. Yeah, like, she's oh, yeah. Hamilton from Terminator 2. All yeah, yeah. She cut heads and shit with a knife. <laughs> this, this is a woman who, it started out, you could say character development or whatever, but we know the truth, right? Is that they're like, oh, fucking, let's turn the meme fucking numbers on, right? And they had the character that was terrified of her husband to the point that he was like washing clothes and somebody else's. Don't you think that you shouldn't tell her to be like that? She's like, well, hold on, dude. Hold on. He's going to kill my daughter if you fucking, if you defend me right now. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Five episodes later, she's blowing up a train station and, and like choking a man to death or whatever. It's Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Yes. Uh, it's, it's uh, you know, th- this, this series fell at the same time of what you're talking about, which is where the internet started to impact television shows. And I maybe maybe movies, but it seems like movies are so detached, and it's harder to, I guess, shape the shape what, what's going to be like the imprint on future uh, installments of that. The other series that comes to mind, I don't know if you ever watched it, was Hannibal, because as soon as Tumblr people started drawing gay fan art of uh, Will Graham and Mads Mikkelsen as Hannibal, then the creators were like, oh. They kind of, they're catching on to the little nuances we're dropping in here. Why don't we just fully embrace that to where like the season finale, they're like killing killing people together and hugging each other and kissing each other and fucking each other in dreams and then they die together. Waking up next to each right. other like, oh, that's they're weird. Fucking the same oh. girl at the same time and they're touching balls, touching dicks. Yeah, it's that that yeah. participation in the meme for me. It, it it ruins the thing that like you might enjoy. You know, once the the company figures, there's an MMA fighter named Derek Brunson. I thought it was funny that people would share this po- picture of the guy where he's standing awkwardly. He doesn't look buff. He's standing like a little kid at the door, just like threw up in the middle of the night. And it was a funny meme. And then the UFC started buying into fuck this. It's basically the same theory. It's 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 AMC looking at the the internet and the kids saying this is what I think is funny. Yeah, Derek, where you go? There you go. That shit, hilarious the first few times I saw it. Then I started seeing Derek Brunson do it himself. Then the UFC started calling him Blonde Brunson, the Mean King. I, was just, oh. I, I just wanted to die, dude. That was the end right there. There's no more fun in it for you when they, when they participate in the thing. What's everybody's favorite meme? Uh, oh, this is something that fucking... I listened to... Mm. The Michael Malice Joe Rogan episode, and he brought up like Joe Rogan would start giggling and be like, "Oh, I have to show you this meme. It's my favorite meme right now." <laughs> That's always great. You know what I really like it. is it when like, Tim Dillon's uh, on on Joe Rogan, and Tim and Joe's like, "Tim, your sketch was so funny. It was the funniest thing." Let's Jamie pull that up real quick, and then they'll watch Tim Dillon's sketch in silence. Yeah. And it'll be Tim. Oh, I'm a woman. I'm Megan McCain doing like his yeah. big over. And then Tim Dillon just looks very uncomfortable. And well, Joe Rogan's what just. Happened. Yeah. That's what happened in this one. Like, and Miles will be like, oh, yeah, I've seen that one. And that's it. Like, that's the only reaction he got. And he brought it like three or four different ones where it's just like, Joe, we get that you have a screen, but 
you don't need to share everything. He's like, yeah, I have a meme folder on my phone. It's like, you're an old man, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Can we look at uh, my, here's what my favorite meme was. I, I mean, well, I really like Dolan Duck, but I think my favorite meme, the one that got me laughing the most overall was probably Scumbag Steve back in the heyday, like 2010, 2011, Scumbag okay. Steve. He was from like the next town over. His real name's Blake Boston. Say. He's just like a, a shitty Boston wigger guy. Yeah. Who, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He like Damn, came he was in taking down room. Trump. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, dude. That's not a bad meme. Uh oh no. There's Scumbag still... Steve NFT. So now that meme is an NFT. Yeah, worth uh, for $54,000. Nice. Oh, I don't know what my favorite quote unquote be would be. I mostly hate like uh life. So it's kinda weird. It's like a facet of life. Yeah. Um, you never had a had some laughs at a meme ten years ago? Well, I got the most out of um what in Tarnation, but you put a hat on something and then you what in something Asian. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Um, in fact, I made one yeah, that got like well. that got like four hundred thousand reblogs on Tumblr or some shit like that. It was huge, and it was what in the youth of a nation, and it was the the group POD with that cowboy hat on. <laughs> I fucking so posted stupid. that out on my Tumblr, and that popped off like it was a fucking NFT, dude. That absolutely sounds like something that would pop off at that time. Yep. Oh, and uh, uh, the guy, it's like this, and it's like, cometh at me, thine homeboy. <laughs> those, yeah, that's great. Those ones always oh, man, those rule. That yeah. would Yeah, that would give me a good belly laugh from time to time. Uh, yeah. What about you, Hans? I, I don't know. No, come on. You can't be a stick in the mud. Well, I gave you. one, and Jerry gave one. I don't, I don't know memes. I'm, uh, you can't say I'm old because memes have been around for yeah, 15 years I now. I, I can't, I'm, I'm bad on the spot. Uh, uh, there was that one with the bad luck, Brian. That one was good. <laughs> bad luck, Brian. Oh, yeah, that guy with greasy face. Yeah, yeah that one was good. Yeah. I like the. All right. The chocolate, the Charlie and Chocolate Factory one, where he's just like this. That one was good too, right? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Willie Griffin, what's his name? William Daffodil, what's his name? Who? The actor. <laughs> Willie Wonka. Wilford Brimley. Are you talking about Gene Wilder? Yeah, Gene Wilder. That was Jesus, you weren't even. Did you call him Walter Daffodil? <laughs> oh, Walter Daffodil. <laughs> That's not even a human name. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was close. Yeah. No, that was not close at all. To Gene Wilder. Uh, hold on, we got Jake here. We got Jake the cinematologist. Oh, good. I thought this, this was, was an actual one. woman for once. Uh, hey, he's connecting it audio. Is. He can't hear us. Oh hey, yeah, I, yeah. Buff Kim. I like Buff Kim, dude. That's that's past my my time. Hey, we're recording an episode bonus episode of movies because Hans and I started that waiting for you guys. We're just going over our favorite memes right now. Jake, what's your favorite meme? Oh man, uh, favorite meme. 
uh, we're, we're like all time. Yeah. So just to recap you, Mayan was scumbag Steve. Hans was, uh, what was it? Bad luck, Brian. William No, it's. it's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jerry was really well, into the uh, 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 what in tarnation meme. But he also really liked the classic. I don't know if you remember. Can we just yeah? Let's pull up the uh, the picture here. I don't know if you can see that on your phone. I hate that that just made me fucking laugh, dude. I hate that that just fucking made me laugh. There's an Ed Frank one right there. I know that one. I've seen that one. Yeah, what in impregnation right there? Uh, right, it's an I funny one too. God damn it! Don't click on, on it because I know the joke. With, uh... the joke isn't funny. It's too. It's it's on the mm-hmm. left. It's, uh, that's a tough question. That is not funny. I will just One say cremation. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's get your answer. There's a lot to pick from, but for right now, I'll just say a uh, puppet monkey. That's a good one. Puppet monkey. Puppet, puppet monkey? monkey. Yeah. What is this? Oh, okay. okay. Oh, yes. Okay. okay. All right. Yes. That's very familiar. Uh, can we pull up like a good example of this meme? No, I don't know. Uh... <laughs> that one actually did make me. It did make me be like, "Yeah, no, so true, so true, dude." Whenever it's like the, the you're paying attention, and then you come back, and it's the fucking thing. Actually, you know what's a fucking oh, funny that's meme? Terrible. Rest the rat. The what was the little owl. the little gerbil that would look the dramatic? What was it? Dramatic? Yeah, dramatic. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was that was before that was like classic. memes were even. Even in uh, just image, that was that's, a video meme. That's as much as a meme as fucking uh, me at the zoo, right? That's like a classic video. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, dramatic. Yeah, yeah. I'm old. That, so get that. This is Sparta, the Star Wars <laughs> kid. That would be a compilation you'd watch on YouTube the, for ten hours. The Numa Numa guy, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Great. All right. Hey, why don't we just close out this episode? Because we got business yeah. to attend to. We uh, got everybody's memes. And uh, Hans could not remember Gene Wilder's name. He thought his name was Walter Daffodil. Walter Daffodil. <laughs> so maybe that, that'll be the episode. T- you know what? Uh, it shouldn't it, even you know, be the Gene episode. Gene Wilder's title. real name was Jerome Silberman. Oh. I guess that's Jewish guy. Actually, not that far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. Willie Daffodil. That's not that far from Jerome <laughs> Silverman. <laughs> uh, today I learned that Chloe Zhao's real name is Zhao oh. Ting. I didn't know that. I don't know who Chloe yeah, yeah, Zhao is. Yeah, she's one with the teeth. Is yeah, I posted yeah. a picture of her teeth. Uh, my God. Now, it turns out her <laughs> teeth are kind of fine. But uh, in that photo... Holy shit, she looks like a monster. She looks like a fucking crocodile. You talking about the one where she's like... Yeah, she's got braces. That's what it is. She's a 39-year-old woman with braces. she's got braces. And they're clearish, too. So you don't see them distinctly. Not clear enough, I'd say. Yeah, terrible. Anyway, uh, Jerry, Jake, thank you guys for coming on Movies for this bonus episode. It's been a terrific show. And uh, the, the patrons will really enjoy this. I think while we're away in Boston, because there's not going to be any new episodes. All right, that has been Movies. Thank you for listening.